Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. This is Brother Nathan filling in for Pastor today. It is Tuesday, September 12th, and I hope you're having a great Tuesday so far. I do want to thank our listeners on Facebook, YouTube, uh, 95.9 FM, our um, local radio station. And also, if you've downloaded the app, um, that's a great way to listen to the radio station. Uh, Just go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and uh, type in WVFV Radio. And from there, hopefully, our app pops up there. You can download it, and it's just as easy as that. So every time you click on that app, it'll start playing. And uh, thank you for uh, whatever method you're listening or watching today. Thank you for joining us on the broadcast. And thank you for not tuning out right now, um, noticing that it's not pastor. So I do want to wish a happy anniversary today to Steve and Joanne Brantley. And then happy birthday to Miss Regina Dixon. I hope you all have a special day today. Uh, pray for Pastor as he's out of town today. He'll be back tomorrow uh, for church. We'll have uh, the privilege to hear Brother Daniel McManus again on the winning side. And so I'm looking forward to that as well. We're going to go to a song. And then right after this song, uh, I'm going to start in Psalm 23. I'll kind of hop around a little bit with our devotion today. But I do have one word that we're going to focus on. And so I'm looking forward to giving you this word right after this song. You know how it feels to know something's missing, to hear a still small voice that you just keep dismissing. Do you know how it feels to be troubled inside, to think just for you on a cross someone died? Do you know how it feels when he knocks to surrender, had your sins washed away, never to be remembered, and now that it's real, tell me do. You know how it feels And how does it feel to know You're a child of the King Your Heavenly Father owns everything How does it feel to know you are loved By the One who created the stars up above How does it feel to know you're alright When you lay your head on your pillow each night And know that it's real Ain't it good to know how it feels? Do you know how it feels When your cold heart is melted And the tears started flowing The moment you felt it Do you know how it feels To know you've been changed And it seems that the whole world has been rearranged Do you know how it feels Wherever you roam You still have the feeling That you're not at home Knowing heaven is real Tell me do you know how it feels And how does it feel to know You're a child of the King Your heavenly Father owns everything how does it feel 
To know you are loved by the one who created the stars up above How does it feel to know you're alright When you lay your head on your pillow each night And know that it's real Ain't it good to know how it feels And to know that it's real Ain't it good to know how it feels Amen. Hope that song was a blessing to you. Now for our word of the day. Today, our word is vessel. Vessel. And uh, I was looking up in the dictionary. I have a couple dictionaries in my office. I was looking in the dictionary and uh, just seeing exactly what the definition of vessel is. We find that word, vessel, uh, mentioned, uh, I think, if, if my memory serves me correctly, about 41 times in the Bible. Uh, we're not going to look at every instance, but yet we can find some good truths um, from what a vessel is and how we can apply our life uh, based off of this idea of being a vessel for God. And uh, the opposite is true as well. God is a vessel for us. For example, uh, the first definition I find here for vessel is that it is a container for holding something, um, such as a bottle or a cup. Um, yesterday morning, and I'm probably just going to use the excuse that it was Monday, and uh, it's just Monday morning. I wasn't quite awake yet, but I got into the church office, and I was preparing for Bible class, and the first thing on my agenda is to go get a cup of coffee. And so I went to the radio room here and uh, started the Keur not the Keurig, uh, our Nespresso machine in here, and uh, pressed brew, and uh, just kind of walking around waiting for that cup to brew. And about halfway through, I heard a sound that wasn't necessarily a sound of coffee going into a cup. And so I looked down at the coffee machine, and uh, to my horror, I forgot to put a cup right underneath the, the Nespresso machine. And so that coffee, it filled up the drip tray. It was overflowing the drip tray. It was getting all over the desk, and uh, it was a mess. And uh, so I'm kicking myself thinking, man, Nathan, what are you doing? Uh, Monday morning, and again, that's my excuse. But a cup is a vessel, and it holds coffee. I'm thankful for cups that can hold coffee, because uh, coffee is a good beverage. I love it. Um, but it reminds me of the phrase uh, that we find in Psalm 23, and that's where I'm going to start. It's uh, Psalm 23 and verse 5. The Bible says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. When I start thinking about, and obviously I forgot the cup yesterday morning, but I start thinking about uh, the blessings of God, and it's amazing how uh, we think about the goodness and all that God does for us, how our cup truly runs over. Now, we can't contain uh, what God can give to us, and uh, every day I'm amazed at how good God is to me. I also uh, want to point out the definition is a, a, a vessel is a person into whom some quality is infused. That reminds me of the verse here we find in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And as a, a Christian, once you're saved, uh, that paves the way for God to infuse his attributes into his child. I think about God's mercy. I think about God's grace. I think about uh, God's goodness. And, and uh, we can allow God's mind to be in us. As the Bible says, the old man's passed away. Uh, we are a new creature in Christ. And so therefore, uh, we get to be vessels into whom God puts in uh, those, those qualities that he has in his character. 
I also find that a watercraft bigger than a rowboat is also defined as a vessel. And that reminds me of the song, with Christ as my vessel, I can smile at the storm. And I'll, I'll save you the actual song and uh, I won't sing it for you right now. And then also uh, definition number four is a tube or a canal into which a body fluid is contained. I think about those blood vessels. Um, I don't know which one. I can probably, probably guess. Uh, there's veins and arteries. Uh, one has oxygen-rich blood. The other one is the one that's uh, depleted of the oxygen and goes flows back through the heart to get the oxygen. And uh, I, I think the veins are the ones that uh, hold the, the oxygen. And uh, please correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, but I, I think about those blood vessels and those veins and arteries that allow our blood to flow through them. And just thinking about all these things, man, we can be a container uh, that, that uh, holds and can be filled up with what God has for us. We can also be that person uh, who allows the mind of Christ to be infused into us as a Christian, uh, that, that watercraft as Jesus is our vessel, a tuber canal which the, the blood flows. Man, are you letting God flow through your life today? And so I, I started thinking about all these definitions. How can we apply this to our life? How can we live on the winning side and uh, be able to understand that we are vessels for God and so I have a few thoughts, and we'll wrap it up today. But the question is, what kind of vessel can God use? We're referring to ourselves as the vessel. What kind of vessel can God use? Number one, I see from Scripture that God can use a clean vessel. Uh, we find in Proverbs 25, verse 4, Take away the dross from the silver, and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. I don't pretend to be um, one who knows how to work with metals, but I've uh, seen it in the science book and I understand the process, how they get the dross, which is the impurities of that metal. Once they melt it down, those, the, the impurities, the dross, will float to the top and uh, that, that pure metal, the silver, the gold, is on the bottom and you just scrape away the dross and you'll have a vessel for the finer. Could I say in our life, you get rid of the sin, you get rid of the unrighteousness, you get rid of the things that aren't, uh, aren't, aren't pleasing to God, and uh, God uh, can use that. God can use a clean vessel, but oftentimes we, uh, we deceive ourselves and we allow ourselves to be a vessel that God can't use simply because we're not willing to get our lives cleaned up and make sure it's pure for God to use. Uh, we find also, as Jesus is rebuking the Pharisees here in Matthew 23, in verse 25, the Bible says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. Thou blind Pharisee, cleanse first that which is within the cup and platter, that the outside of them may be clean also. Rebuking the Pharisees there. Let's make sure that we're a clean vessel that God can use. Uh, the outside doesn't matter if the inside is corrupt. Let's make sure the inside is taken care of and it's going to naturally take care of the outside as well. I also find that uh, not only a, a clean vessel, but a complete vessel. In Jeremiah 18, verse 3, the Bible says, Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. You know, uh, when we uh, were created, uh, sin had marred each and every one of us. But yet when we accept Christ into our life and we accept Him as our Savior, uh, the Bible says that we are made new. And not only that, but that I think of the process of that sanctification. God is continually working on me. God is continually making me into who I ought to be, someone that is more and more 
if we allow Him, like Christ, every day. We ought to be complete in Him, a complete vessel that God can use. Number three, I like this one, a close vessel. A close vessel. I heard it once said that the greatest ability is availability. When someone's working on something and they're building something uh, and they need a certain tool, the one that they're going to choose to use are the ones that are right next to them. And so as you draw nigh to God, He will draw nigh to you. And God will use the vessels that are close to Him. I think about the widow's supply of oil in 2 Kings, how she went to Elisha and panicked, had a debt to pay. Elisha said, hey, gather all the vessels, go to your neighbors, get all the vessels you can and fill them with oil. And the oil only stayed when they ran out of vessels. And uh, I, I sure want to be a vessel that's available, that can be used, that can be filled by God, just as those vessels of oil were. And then number four, and we'll wrap it up, a chosen or a consecrated vessel. It said of the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9 and verse 15, But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. You know, God chooses those who choose Him. And if you're willing to be available to God, God wants to set you apart for His use. And so today, as uh, you go into your day, uh, and obviously at noon, we're halfway through the day, but as you uh, continue through this week, uh, may we be willing to be used of God. Let's make sure we're clean, make sure we're complete, close to God, and a chosen, a consecrated vessel set aside to do the Father's will. Hope you have a great day today. Thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday. And we'll be right back here tomorrow with Brother Daniel for the Winning Side broadcast. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.